Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. This is your host, Bill. I'm joined with Alan. What is happening? Hey, buddy. Oh, man. Good to be back. uh, Happy New Year and uh, all that other stuff. And yeah, it's good to be back. I mean, I don't think we really skipped a beat, but you and I haven't been together for maybe weeks. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, cool. We got a lot to talk about. And a lot, uh, well, we have a lot of biblical stuff to talk about, but we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, uh, being that it's the new year and, uh, we have some new direction. Yeah. Uh, first off on the order of business this morning, uh, I was just going to cover some stuff that I kind of, uh, really haven't, haven't talked about, uh, anyways. So the guy, Brandon, that I told you about on the forum, you know, always back and forth. We're talking and stuff. Right. It's like one of our family members. The one that's got up, got my back. <laughs> he got your back. So listen, this is why I wanted to bring it up. He said, he said, Hey, tell Alan to keep that phone in the car. So where's your, <laughs> I just want him to know where's your phone today. It's in the car. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. It probably, you're probably going to feel it. Like you're going to feel your phone going off to go get it. No. Uh, anyways, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I get a, I get a kick. I haven't responded to you yet, Brandon. So, uh, I apologize, but I'll get back to it in a minute. Um, a lot of cool stuff happening, man. Like just a lot of good stuff. Like I've talked to a lot of people, uh, intermittently, not, I've been kind of disconnected from social media, which is a shock. Uh, but a lot of people like, uh, have signed up for their discipleship course. Right. That have just been like kind of surprising to me. Remember Nick from a while ago? Yeah. Uh, I think he goes by, NAS NAS 64 B something on Instagram. Anyways, we had him on, he signed up for the course, which I, you know, I haven't really seen a lot from Nick, but anyways, I think that's going to be super cool. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of people have signed up and, uh, I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just want to, to stress none of this is about Alan and Bill. It is not for Alan and Bill. It is all to uh, promote and yeah, um, agree. Share our experiences and what's helped us draw closer to Jesus. Yeah, tell me, uh, tell them because you told me already uh, what Adrian Rogers. What you you were listening to something and you heard it, and then is that better now? It is. I don't know what you're like a you're like a fidget spinner. I know. I don't know what you're doing over there. I don't either. All right. So, anyways, what Adrian it, Rogers said that um, you know, well, the Great Commission, go ye th- therefore make disciples. And he said, uh, if you're not making disciples, even if if you're just leading people to Christ, yeah, you're not completing the Great Commission. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So it's one thing to. Yeah. I mean, think about it. If you, I mean, I don't know, we're going down a rabbit hole again, but if you think about that, like how many people that have you known, have we known in the last two years that we've watched turn their lives over to Christ, but yet then there's a disconnect. Yeah. There's a, I hate to say it, a letdown, 
because they're not being discipled the yeah. way that you're supposed to be. I mean, it's one thing that somebody's directed in in how Christ can affect their lives. I mean, for salvation purposes, but after that, what are you living for? Well, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of people, they will bring someone to church, introduce them to Christ, yeah, you know, and, and, and help yeah. them secure their salvation. But after that, it's kind of like, okay, well, there you go. Good luck. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, Hey, you got me here. So now what? Yeah, exactly. You know? So anyway, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great point. I thought that was neat when you brought that up because uh, a lot of people don't get to go the extra step. Yeah. Uh, they just sit there in limbo for a long time. Well, actually time. I had dinner with someone the other day and they said, um, that they don't feel as fervent in their walk now as they did in the beginning. And I think a lot of that is, you know, you and I talk a lot about the Holy spirit. You need to be introduced to the Holy spirit and you need to understand how he, um, works in our lives and his, his purpose in our life, you know, because he is part of the Godhead, you know, uh, the father, the son and the Holy spirit. And when you don't know the Holy spirit, intimately you're going to your your fervor is going to to you know dry up um because you well i think it's because a lot of it is we have ideas of how our lives should look and we have ideas of how to get from where we are to where we want to be yeah and a lot of times, most of the time, actually, the walk that we think that we should be we should be having, or how we think our life should look, is nothing how God wants our life to look. Yeah, Amen, dude. We yep. we don't think highly enough. We don't yeah. have uh, lofty enough goals for yeah, ourselves. Pretty shallow. Yeah. When, when you absolutely, when you contemplate what is available to us, right? I mean, we're just like scratching the surface with our greatest thought. Well, yeah. And even you and I, I mean, we, we talk about it all the time. We don't, I mean, we barely scratch the surface. No. I mean, we, I think, I think this ministry is, is awesome because there's, I, I wouldn't rather do anything else than, uh, post, biblical and godly things and have a web page that has just if somebody were to stumble across it think about the guy that remember a couple of weeks ago i told you the guy went to the i think i talked about on the podcast he looked for a church yeah yeah, yeah. and he emailed he he came across i guess there's a church named grace works or whatever in alabama or somewhere no uh south florida south florida yeah apopka and uh you know he stumbled across it because it was in a newspaper article and he did a uh, a search on the internet and came across our website yeah. and I can finally figured it out. Uh, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, but you know, I figured out he wasn't talking about us, but at least he, he got there and he looked at the material, Yeah, you know, and think about that. If people just stumble across it, but, but you can't just, I say, you know, I think about this all the time. You can't break in a pair of shoes unless you wear them. Yeah. So if you're, if your Bible's just sitting in the house, 
and you're not praying, but at meal times, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, you're not, you're not going to deepen your, your walk and your knowledge right. and understanding of, of all of it. If you right. don't look at it. Well, you know, and, and I, like I mentioned a while ago, we need to all be familiar with the Godhead. Um, you know, we wouldn't have life if it wasn't for God. We wouldn't have our salvation if, if it, it wasn't for, for Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit guides us, leads us, directs us. Yeah. And the way that works is um, a lot of times you you read the Word of God, you're reading the Bible, and then later on you're in a situation or something, and that one scripture, you're, you're standing there, okay, for instance, you're like, oh, how's this going to work? Yeah. And you're trying to figure out how it's going to work. And then that scripture, you know, Lean not until I don't understanding will pop in your mind and you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't for me to figure out. Exactly. So, yeah, I agree, man. It's very important. And I know we'll do a We'll do a a more in-depth episode on the Godhead. We have so much going on, man. I know. It's crazy. Like (laughs) you almost feel guilty for not being around. At least I did for not being around actively like doing the stuff I try to do every day. And that, you know, and you and I talk and we didn't really do that over a week period or, or 10 days. And then <clears throat> we obviously didn't record anything, but we had stuff already uh, piled up. But it, it's, you know, when you don't do this, it, you have to train, right? It's like a habit. You know, I chewed tobacco for, geez, forever. Uh, I don't know, 30 something years. And then when you stop, you still have that uh, that desire. Yeah. Right. And, and once the addiction part is gone, once the addiction to the nicotine is gone, you still have a desire because of the habit you formed, Yeah, you know, at certain times of the day or certain instances of stress or whatever, this is that habit. I want to develop, uh, this desire, this need, the necessity, uh, with your relationship with God. Yeah. That when you don't do something, it's like, oh man, like I, you know, what am I doing here? Right. Like I need to, I need to be there in the word. I need to pray. I need to, you know, I need to talk to somebody about Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like this thing. I was thinking that earlier. I'm like, oh, you know, it's, it's hard. A lot of times it's difficult to find someone to have those in-depth conversations about Jesus. You know, we experienced that before. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to talk about anything else, you bring up Jesus, like, oh, yeah, oh, no, I'm good, uh, or whatever. So, anyway, but that's a great segue into our our topic for today, actually, uh, new beginnings. Yeah, you know, um, it's a new year, new goals, new focus. And I think that is, I know it is for me and you. Um, you know, our focus is to draw closer to God and to. Um, really learn and and study more, and um, you know, just allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us more. It's the hardest getting, part, man. Yeah. Well, the hardest part I think is getting out of our own way. Oh, man. We get in the Holy Spirit's way so much because we have yeah. ideas of how <laughs> we should fix things or how things should work out or whatever. Well, we've said so. it before. Uh, that you, that it's not a matter of not doing anything and being lazy. You know, you can still do a ton of stuff as long as you always have, 
uh, the kingdom in mind, yeah. you know, how to bring glory to God is what I, is what I'm about to do going to bring glory to God. Uh, does it, does it draw people towards God right. and does it, do people see God in me? Yeah. You know, and I think, I think a lot of times, you know, you can get carried away. Uh, you know, you can go and do something because you want to do it and, it, and it's something you want, yeah. but you have to learn uh, man, it's so hard, man. It's so hard to like live an entire life, uh, filling your own needs up. And then now you're, you know, you're like, Oh, Oh, I, I should, I should yeah. stop and, you know, and really consider how this is going to affect the kingdom of God or, if right. and anyways, it, it, anyways, well, been a, been a Christian, you know, been a, a follower of Christ is, isn't, it never has meant, it has never been meant to be a one and done. No, it's a continual thing. We have no. to do that daily. And it's interesting. You, you brought something up and made me think. So on my way here, I had to stop by the office and I was driving a different car today. So I had my other set of keys for the office door. Anyway, I got back in the car and I got, I stuck the key in the ignition and I'm like, and they're, you know, both of my cars are shut. Why isn't this working? Yeah. I'm like, what, what are you doing on? Now I'm this like, is broken. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay. So I got through, I didn't have the wrong key. I was in the wrong car. Right. Right. However you want to say it, but whatever. But it got me thinking, I was like, you know, there's so many times that we can't access, Yeah. you know, we have that God shaped hole in our, in our lives. Um, and we want to access that power, but we can't access that power because Jesus is the key. Yeah. We have to have Jesus. We have to yeah. draw close to Jesus to access the power. Well, and the only way you can do that is to relinquish your will. Exactly. I mean, you can't, so, you, it's, you um, can't fill it all up with yourself. Like you have to, yeah. And I'm, re I'm realizing that yeah. like, there's a lot of stuff I wish would happen, but wishes and, aren't gonna, that's not part of the equation. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's just amazing how my mind works, you know? Um, well, not amazing. It's, it's, no, kind it's of, not, it's amazing. different. <laughs> it's, a let, I mean, it's a letdown to me. It's like everything that happens, it goes back to how that relates to my yeah. relationship. So yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. you, you start to yeah. think things and then you're like, I really got to get out of my own way. Like, right. I'm, I'm just really not, I'm letting myself down trying to do this stuff on my own and I need to, and it's not like you sit around and, and, and that's not what I'm getting at. You don't sit around and wait for God to reveal something, but you submit to, okay, if this happens, then God, I know this is of your will. It's not of mine. So I'm not going to sit here and try to get in the way of that. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you, you know, I think, I think there's a big difference. There's, you know, there's probably some people that sit around and they're like, all right, I'm going to sit on the couch and see what God has for me today. And I don't think you're going to get a whole lot revealed to you that way. No. Um, but on the other end of that spectrum, you can't force your plan. You can't. No. You, it's it's not, all in it's God's his timing. Will. Well, it's not his will if you yeah. do. It, yeah. And it's all in his timing because I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. But you know, it was still my plan, even though I was, I was looking to draw closer to God yeah. or yeah. whatever. I had my ideas of how I was going to do that. And you I just had to back off and pray about it. And well, I'm going to, I'll back up. You can sit on the couch and pray. 
and yeah. you can you can go in conference, right, or counsel with God. You can yeah. you can go in conference with Him through prayer, uh, you know. And sometimes things won't be revealed to you because I think God does want you to step out on faith. Yeah, and when you do step out that way, uh, knowing that okay, God, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna wait for you to reveal this through your will for me by doing this, I think you're still submitting, but sometimes there has to be something done. Yeah. Uh, and you just take a chance that, you know, God will, will honor it because you're going right. to glorify him through it. Well, I heard, I heard something one time, you know, um, God can't steer a parked car. No. Yeah. You got to do something. You got to be for him to steer you. Uh, um, and guide you, not allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. You have to be moving. You cannot yeah. sit there yeah. and expect things to just materialize. Yeah, that's what I meant by the couch thing. Um, yeah. No, I agree totally. No, we, we didn't. Even, we still haven't even touched new beginnings. I don't, even know. <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing. All right. So this year, uh, discipleship course starting in January, uh, which is now. Yeah, this is January. Yeah, which is like next week. Well, I'm reminding myself because I'm like, oh my gosh, man, that's like days away. It is. It's, it's just actually, it's less than days away. It's one week. No, it's less than a week. Yeah. Uh, by the time this rolls out, it'll be a few days, but uh, I'm excited about that. That's coming out. Um, I'm going to try to address some stuff on the, on the forum and the uh, webpage just to refresh some stuff. Nothing major. Uh, and then we, we want to go in a direction where we start to really get a hold of some people with their testimonies and really, and really branch out in that direction for the new year for 2022. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, we, we did that for a while. We have, we have had, I haven't counted, but we have had quite a number of people come on and share their stories. Yeah. Uh, and when I start thinking about it, I'm like, geez, we've had quite a bit. Right. Uh, I would like to do more than that. And you keep bringing up things. And I'm trying to get into this topic, but you're yeah, absolutely well. right. Um, we have had so many, how many, we've had so many people. You get come too on. excited. I do. Like, ah, ah, ah. I know. I know. I know. I got to calm down. <clears> but anyway, bring it back. We've had several, we've had quite a few people come on and share our stories. And we get, there is growth in the struggles. Yeah. And we're not going through those struggles to, for anything other than to grow us. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't change um, our mannerisms and our growth. and doesn't, doesn't come instantaneously. Yeah. Our salvation comes instantaneously, but we have to grow in areas and God doesn't just give us the strength to go through things. He gives us problems to build the strength yeah, to, to go through things. Us. Right. Absolutely. And it's so important that we share that with other people um, because I can't tell you how many things I have learned by hearing it, hearing other people's stories, how many times someone shared their story and I was like, Oh, I have struggled with that. Yeah. Or I am struggling with that. And, and, and it's just, it's so important that people share the power that God has shown in their lives by bringing them through something. Well, I think, I think we touched on it last year. Like we, 
uh, I'll be honest. I know you can agree. We didn't really know what we were doing. We really were Still just don't. flying out saying, okay, God. And we, and we pray every time before the episode yeah. and they're earnest prayer. I mean, we don't just do it for, because we pray before the episode. We're asking God, yeah. you know, you've got to be our mouthpiece here because, yeah. uh, we, we'll screw it up on our own. Absolutely. Uh, in the, you know, in the, in the beginning, we just, we brought people on because we did want to hear what God was doing in their lives. Uh, but I think we kind of broke that a little bit with brother Matthew because he brought on a different, he, he brought on his testimony. We had him back and he talked about, uh, some other things. And I think that's more of the direction. It's great what God's doing in people's lives, but let's have the conversations. Let's have the Christ centered conversations with people. Uh, it is good to hear their testimony, but then let's go further. Yeah. Let's talk about what, uh, what God has done in your life and what, what you're doing with him now. Even before I started walking as closely with, with Jesus or becoming more diligent in my walk, um, I always knew it is better to learn from someone else's mistakes than to have to go through them yourself. And especially if they, well, yeah, that's, if they went through that's a, cheating. Yeah. <laughs> you're well, like, you're like, Hey, I'm not doing what that guy does. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, but it's in, especially when it comes to your soul, um, if you can learn how to, um, access the power that God has to help us overcome certain things, yeah. because uh, we all know God is capable of anything and everything. But sometimes we can't see how to access that power. Yeah. You know, we prayer and and there's some things like uh, I think as Paul said, well, no, Jesus had told the disciples um, when they asked him about why they couldn't um, they couldn't, you know, uh, rebuke the devil out of the, the child or whatever. And God and Jesus said, those things, you know, are only done by fasting and prayer. So there's some things that we can only, you know, fast and pray and and it just doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's always helpful when other people share how they overcame something. Well, I think, you know, the way, the way I look at it is if people that don't, if you don't take the time to, I'm trying to collect my thoughts on this because I don't want to say it the wrong way, but I think when you, I think if you aren't diligent in understanding, like, I think truly, if you, if you, uh, turn to the Lord and your salvation, right. You turn and, and, uh, you know, you go to, you go to God and say, you know, Jesus, I can't, I can't do this anymore on my own. Yeah. I think it, I think at that point, right. I think you've believed, right. You've believed. So you placed your faith and trust in him to lead your life. But I think a lot of people, uh, and I hate to say this, I really, I don't want this to come off the wrong way. It's a formality. You know, they, they, they go to that point because I have had, I have had people say, this is how you turn your life to Christ. My brother, he would tell me. Right. Uh, and to me, I always looked at it as a formality, like, okay, so I do this and then for the rest of my life I'm saved. Like I don't have yeah. to do anything else. Right. And I think that's the, the misnomer, right? Because mm. yeah, you don't, you don't have to do anything for your salvation, anything else for your salvation. Right. But you really, 
nobody understands the other part of it, like the backstory, the growth until, yeah. Uh-huh. Until people really share that with somebody. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it, you know, you're studying and, and you're reading and you're fasting and you're praying and, and you're, uh, communing with God in private, but yeah. there's a whole lot publicly you should be doing. Yeah. Uh, the discipleship part isn't a private affair. It is a, it is a public thing. You should yeah. be discipling people and spreading the gospel. Right. I read, you know, something that, uh, oh gosh, uh, I can't remember his name and I can see it in my, in my head. Uh, but anyways, he said, you can't spread seed by holding it in your hand. Yeah. Like if you just hold on to it, you're never going to cast it out. Right. And that's the thing, you know, we're so comfortable in our little spots where, you know, we, we talk a good game. We talk about the gospel. We go to church, we dress up, we, we play the part, we slap the thing. My name, you know, hello, my name is I'm a Christian and we do all that stuff and, and there's nothing else to it. Right. Uh, and you have to really, I'm telling you, man, you and I say this all the time, but I'm telling you, you really have to, you have to challenge yourself every day. You cannot let a minute go by because we're not guaranteed anything. Yeah. You can't let a minute go by and not bring glory to God and, 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 and get tired of talking about it or tired of, of reading or sharing it with somebody. I mean, that's preposterous to me. Why people aren't continually having the conversations is beyond me. And the the one last thing, one thing that drives (laughs) me crazy is when people are like, well, I'm just too busy. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Matthew 633. Seek you first. Um, What are you going to tell someone? Are you going to be like, hey, man, I'm too busy to share Jesus? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what? Exactly. Actually, I was I was thinking when you were talking, I was thinking, you know, a lot of times, you know, people will um, they will receive their salvation and they'll, you know, do the baptism and everyone's oh, welcome to the family of God. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it's kind of like, all right, see you next family reunion. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of I like, mean, okay, see you next Sunday at six. You. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. I mean, there's nothing in between, man. You know, I mean, listen, no. Well, I know. <laughs> This is going to be for you. Nobody likes to eat an Oreo without the stuffing. What? <laughs> You're right? absolutely right. Uh, nah, it's just crazy. I've but had whatever. Oreo in a month. What? Yeah, I've had nah, everything else. <laughs> Yeah, on this little little uh, hiatus I took, man. <sighs> My birthday was the, uh, yeah thirtieth, like last week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and I got uh, my wife bought me a German chocolate cake. Yeah, so I'm uh, making me hungry. <laughs> so it's pretty good. But anyway, uh, yeah, you were both like we'll like okay, drift we off for a second. A break here. Yeah, let's so, go. Let's go grab something to eat. Well, you know our, our topic. You know, new beginnings. Um, we had one. What was our one not long ago? We were talking about. Jeez, bro, um, why you put me on a spot like that? Well, you, uh, you corrected me. It was a. Uh, it was. It was a uh, renewing of the mind. Renewing of the mind. Yeah. Huh. Go ahead. Try me again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, the only thing I want. I'm well. Not the only thing. One of the things I wanted yeah, to share. Don't wrap it up yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, every day can be a new beginning. It's not like we have to wait till the beginning of the year. It just happened to be this perfect that it is the beginning of the year, but every day, um, can be a new beginning, you know, Lamentations 322, you know, it is not the, it is not of the Lord's mercies that are not consumed. 
I didn't read that from the Bible. I'd written it down, so I, I think I wrote that, written that down wrong. But because his compa- compassions never fail. Uh, his mercies and compassions are renewed every morning. So every day can be a new beginning. I mess up daily, I'm yeah. going to tell you. Right. And then I, I pray that I get better daily as well and i die to myself daily um but still i make mistakes it's so hard man and you know it's not like we have to carry that we don't have to carry that till sunday till we get back to church we can go to god immediately his mercies are renewed every day so yeah we can take that to god anytime and when we wake up we're like oh you know we don't have to carry the weight of all the mistakes from the previous day, much less right. the previous years. Right. Um, because well, and that's, and that is, man, that's such a, that's such a blessed hope. Yeah. You know, when you sit there and it is so easy to get caught up in the things you've done. And now the further you distance yourself from those things, the easier it becomes in most, oh, ca- in, in most cases, yeah. not every case. Sometimes you're reminded all the time of the screw ups. Yeah. Uh, but the further you get away, the better, better off it is. And especially when you're replacing that stuff with, uh, with the stuff in your past, with stuff that's fresh and new, uh, like your relationship with God. But if you're continuing to do those things and they're continuing to stay close to you, it is harder. Uh, even though you've been relieved of that, uh, guilt and shame, yeah. you still are living with the sin. Yeah. It's not as if you've broken from that. So you have to really get away from that. You have to get away from the sin to get yeah. away from the memory from, to get away from the guilt and the shame. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. They, they turn to God, but they don't turn away from the sin. Right. Absolutely. Uh, well, you, you and I've talked is hard. about this. It which is. Which is hard. Absolutely. And I, I think you and I have talked about this before. I know we have. You and I had such a laundry list of, of things that we had to, Oof. that were a problem in yeah. our lives that we needed to overcome. And some of the things for me is profanity. I don't really have an issue with profanity anymore. Yeah. I mean, if I smash my thumb, thumb sometimes, you know, maybe I'll say something incorrect. But um, not nearly what it was. No, right before it was, that was my vocabulary. Yeah. Um, but there are things that fall away, and there are some other things that we have to pray and and seek yeah. the strength of Jesus to overcome. And you might have to do that in an ongoing manner. Absolutely. It, it will just because you pray about something doesn't mean it goes away. Absolutely. You have to continually seek His face. Yeah. You can't just sit there and say, all right, well, I prayed about it, nothing's right. happening. Absolutely. Well, well, that's what I was saying. You know, you and I came with such a laundry list and, and here's what I would love to just share with people. Um, say you have five things and you get overwhelmed trying to, you know, overcome something or, you know, you, you pray about it and then you mess up. And don't try to change all five things this week, right? You know, take one yeah. and be like, Oh, you know, I need to overcome this. And I mean, um, yes, I'm not advocating sinning. Um, but, no. I, but let's uh, be realistic. Yeah. Let's be realistic, you yeah. know, and because there are some people that come, the in expectation and, is not to sin. And that's why it's so important <clears throat> that many different people share their stories Yeah, because, um, 
not everyone's walk looks the same. Not no. everyone's walk starts from the same place. No. There are people that they look at our laundry list of problems or or things that we were our baggage that yeah. we were carrying and they'd be like, Oh my goodness, how you know, how are they able to um how will they ever overcome that? And we can't, except for with Jesus. With the power, yeah. Um, but there are other people. That's why it took us 40-something years. <laughs> absolutely. Well, and unfortunately, we kept growing to that our baggage yeah, over this. We just course. kept adding to it. Right. But there are some people that, that come to Jesus, and, you know, their, their past is um, m- minute. Yeah, their sins are yeah. minute compared to the things that you and I had to go through. Um, but I think we, no matter where they are, we can share them and help people, and that's what it's all about. We just need to be helping each other. And I think um, one of the biggest things in that, Alan, like for me, I mean, I'd say for me is I got away from a lot of the negative distractions. Yeah, and I, I will, I will say this. I'm pretty sure God knew that I was going to screw it up on my own. Right. Like he had to take some things away out of my life and the only, and I wasn't going to be able to do it on my own. Right. So he, I was put in a situation and I'm not saying it's not, I'm not, I'm not going to go into that area, but, uh, all the choices I made were on my own. Yeah. And I think God really knew that if I continued to do that on my own, I would never have the power, the strength yeah. uh, to change it. Yeah. And I really believe that. And so how do you do that? You strip it all away. Uh, you strip it away and give somebody a situation where they can't rely on themselves. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying everybody's circumstances that way, but I know for me, it took me, I mean, we're on three years and it took me, I'm still here trying to figure this out because I'm still learning about God and I'm still learning about grace and mercy. And you know, you will, and yeah, I'm all over the place, you'll learn more about grace when you learn to extend it. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's not, people don't appreciate God's grace until they have to extend it to somebody or forgiveness or, uh, having mercy in a situation. Yeah. And, w- you know, when you don't have to do any of that stuff, uh, you don't really, you don't appreciate it. And right. you don't appreciate it when you're in the middle of it. And some people do, but I think when you're stripped away of everything else and, and God's grace uh, was saving for you, nobody would look at my situation or look at somebody that's dying of cancer and go, wow how much grace has that person had, you know, they're, right. they're dying. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and that to me, to me, it's powerful. That lady's story that I shared online, powerful. She's chronicling her life with her family through her, you know, her dying. Yeah. And she's, I mean, think about it. She's great with it. She looked, she looked young too. She was oh, like, yeah. in she's her pretty 20s or yeah, something. She's pretty young. And, uh, but anyways, and we all look at people that are dying with a horrible disease and we're like, Oh my gosh, how awful. And this lady, yeah. she's like, I want those people to have comfort through my death. Absolutely. She's like, Hey, and I'm like, man, I'm going home to be with Jesus. I'm not worried you about know, this. So when you, when you're looking yeah. at your problems, like they, you know, everybody's problems are different, but you know, you have yeah. to learn to, you have to learn to extend some things that have been extended to you only from God. You can't give me 
God's grace. Only God right. can, but Absolutely. I can extend my grace from God to everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so anyways, I don't know where I went with that. But. It's all good. Well, what I was trying to convey earlier is, you know, if, if, if someone listening to this is struggling with, you know, things that you just cannot overcome, um, it's better to take it slow yes. than to give up. Yes. Agreed. You know, it's yep. just so, because you, you will overcome, but wherever the devil knows that you're weak, that's where he's going to attack. Yeah. He's going to keep hitting that. Um, so don't, don't let the sin overwhelm you in a, in a way because you're, you're like, Oh, um, you know, God will never say God doesn't care because he does care. He allows us to go through things uh, because he loves us. He wants us to be stronger, but never think that you don't have God's grace. Um, you know, just know yeah, you might you not see it right from, away yeah, or but, understand it, but I didn't just don't give up. My first you know? immediate thing was, why are you letting this happen to me? Cause I have things now even that I struggle with. Yeah. And, uh, if I would have, I mean, there's probably a handful, well, probably more than that, that I, I haven't realized at this point, but yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, They're not revealed yet. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I still have some pride issues. That's like one of the hugest sins. Um, but there are things that it's, it's only God's timing, you know, and, and here's the thing, you know, it says to be, be perfect, to be perfect, you know, in the Bible. And all that means is to, to be sincere. We're never going to be, no, hundred percent perfect, perfect or, right. or you know, um, not on earth. No, not at all. Not on earth. But we have to just be sincere, and we have to be sincere in our and sincere and diligent in our seeking in our walk. Um, yeah, so, I think if yeah. you're if you're if you're flying around, and I think I think a lot of it is reverency. I think. Man, I think that's a big part of it is people looking at God with this uh, amazement that uh, there is so much we'll never understand. There's so much we're never, ever going to get. Uh, but also looking at it as the story really isn't the big part. Our story isn't the big part. <laughs> Our story I've said is it, nothing. Yeah. yeah, I've said it a bunch of times. Like that doesn't mean anything. Yes, it's great to help encourage other people because that's what other people can understand. Exactly. They, you know, it's so hard. You know, you, you know, I looked at when I talked to my son, you know, he's, uh, he's 21, uh, my oldest son. And I talked to him and, you know, he went to a Catholic school and he grew up with some semblance of religion and, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, he's not, he's not a bad kid. He's, he's a good kid. Yeah. Uh, good head on his shoulders, but he's, you know, he has not turned his life to Christ. Right. And it's not that he denied, you know, he is out there telling people he's an atheist, Yeah. but at the same time, you know, it's, he's, he's in that middle that so many people are in that they're just, you know, just going to be a good person. I'm just going to be mm -hmm. nice to everybody. I'm just going to be, you know, and. Yeah. And you're just gonna, you know, you're just going to be lost in, in hell. Yeah. And that's where I get so concerned about people, uh, because it's so hard to understand God. Yeah. Like it's so hard. And if you don't take the time to study and read and learn and, and talk to people and, and watch and listen and pray, you're not, you're never going to understand them. Yeah. 
uh, you can fall on your knees and beg God, but you have to know him yeah. and, you know, to understand what he's done for us. Absolutely. Uh, so. And you have to understand what that walk looks like, you know, and one of the biggest things I think all of us need to realize is, you know, we are not the main character in other people's lives. No. You know, no, we, we do no. good to, to control our own lives. But the amazing thing is God is the main character in everyone's lives. The unfortunate thing, not everyone realizes that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and not everyone realizes that in order to um, reach God, to spend time in heaven, you must. Jesus is the way. He's the only way. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, you know, not like I said, not not everyone realizes God is the main character in their life, nor do they realize that Jesus is the only way to access that power. And one of my favorite verses is the one where uh, was it John the Baptist that said one one comes after me that I'm not worthy to yeah. lose his, yeah, yeah, yeah. his sandals. Yeah. The latch of his sandals. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought, I always thought about that. You just think about that, dude. Like, like we're not, I mean, that was John the Baptist. He was paving the way for Jesus, Yeah, you know, and he was, he even recognized he was nothing. Yeah. You know, he, you know, and for us, like, I think it's very hard for a lot of people uh, not for the Christian base that we talk to. There's a lot of people that are very Christ centered that we've yeah. had conversations with, but, but a majority of people, I, I look at myself three years ago and my mindset and who I was and man, I miss a lot of the old me. I mean, I'm not, that's, that's human nature. I just miss a lot of old things that, yeah. that I was a part of or that I did or that I was involved in. And I miss a lot of that. But I go back to, you know, God has to strip you sometimes of right. all the things you were attached to in order to get your attention so that you can yeah. put your focus on him. And it, I wasn't my brother. You know, my brother did that a little easier. He turned right. to God and to Christ because it didn't require that much. Uh, it did for me. And, uh, you know, so I don't hate the situation. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people have to really trust newness in their life, but they have to really, they really have to turn to Christ for that to happen. Yeah, um, what are what are some of your goals for the new year? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, how do you like it? How do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, goals. Draw closer to, to Jesus for one. Okay. Um, I've been working on a book for um, forever, for a couple of years. <laughs> um, and it's our discipleship program actually, that took like two thirds of my of it, yeah. information that I had written out for my book. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, publish ah. it next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I really hadn't thought of, of goals or really? anything. Yeah. Huh. Um, because I don't know. I mean, I just, my biggest goal is draw yeah. closer to Jesus. No, that's not a bad goal. <laughs> no, not that's at all. Good. I just need to, you know, dedicate more time to reading and praying and studying. Um, I have, I've basically, I've, I've had such a struggle in my life with time. Jeez, Louise. Um, because don't get me started on you. I've been, <laughs> I've been self-employed for twenty-five years or so, maybe a little bit more now. But um, 
I just, it was, okay, here's my thinking when I did, when I started out, I was like, oh, it'd be great. I'll get to take off when I want you to. And yeah. And all this stuff. No, I work as twice money as hard. <laughs> exactly. I work twice as hard. It cost me right. twice as much. Right. And um, you were all, you know, you're like, geez, Louise. But I did that mainly because I didn't want to, I didn't want a nine to five. I didn't want to schedule. I didn't want to live by, you know, yeah. segment segmented a segmented life you know basically you know from seven to eight i do that you some know, people just, call that structure yeah i didn't want to live in structure <laughs> but now you know 20, i didn't want to plan 20 some years later it has came and bit me right yeah. in the behind but you know it's cool it's, it's a learning experience yeah it is structure but you know here was another thing like if i had a if i had a 10-hour job yeah. I would work 10 hours that day and get it done. Right. It wasn't like, oh, okay, well, it's, you know, I've been there eight hours. I'm going to go home yeah. and I'll come back too. Because half of the job is setting up and cleaning up. Yeah, you, we talk, you and I talk about that yeah. all the time. People so don't, that's not just, built in. Exactly. That's not built, in, so, built into your work. So I would just rather <laughs> work the 10 hours. So I never really, um, had the structure that a lot of people do. So I'm working on that this year. I need to really get more structured because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to segment my life now where I work a certain amount of time and I read and pray yeah. and write a certain amount of time each right. day. Uh, because that's, you know, it's hard, man. And I don't even do that. I mean, that's, that part's hard. Yeah. Uh, trying to put, uh, man, I'm, I don't even know, like when I think about like what you're saying, you know, it's easy for us to sit here and do a podcast. Well, it is on our end. Yeah. It, and I have to, I'm very careful when I put these Instagram posts out and I'm like, you know, people should this and people should that and all this for the kingdom yeah. of God. And right. you have to be careful because my walk isn't their walk. Yeah. Uh, but our purpose and intention should be the same. Our intention should be to glorify God and to point to Jesus and our purpose, our purpose should be kingdom driven every day. Okay. So I thought of something. This Uh, is probably going to. Is this off topic? Maybe not. I do it. I don't know if it is. I like when you teeter on the edge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know. Are you setting me up? No, not at all. Uh, yeah. You know, Here but you you said something that sparked a thought. Obvious. I mean, all, all okay. the time, it okay. always happened. But you know, um, our goal is to you know share Jesus Christ, and that should be you know um, every Christian's goal to share Jesus Christ with Correct. other people. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm not talking about ecumenicalism. I'm not talking about blending religions or anything. Of course not. Right. But uh oh. If you took the churches that follow the four or five fundamentals, the virgin birth of Jesus Christ, death, burial, and resurrection, blood atonement of Jesus Christ, and deity of Christ. Yep. If you took the churches that believe in those okay. and they all promoted Jesus instead of their own religion. Yeah. yeah. How much more Problem power solved. would would Jesus? Well, I can't say how much more power. How much more um, interest would people have in the power of Jesus Christ if everyone was on the united same, on the same on plan? the same page? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's not blending religions. It's you know, like I said, the fundamentals. Uh, the churches that actually believe in the virgin birth, blood atonement. 
the burial and resurrection. Well, a lot more on the outside of that was created by man. Oh, absolutely. John that's Wesley, what I'm saying. Calvin, so anyway, this is how my, Martin Luther, a lot of stuff yeah. was created by man outside. Of, anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Well, that's how my mind works. I was just thinking about that the other day. Yeah. I was like, how much more powerful would the, the message of Jesus Christ be if everyone could be on the same page in the same book. So like, yeah. like back oh, when, man, dude. back in <laughs> now, the, you, now you're going, here we go. Back in the biblical times, not everyone had a Bible. And nope. I think that's why a no. lot of people take it for granted now yeah. because it's so it's out there, you know, and, <clears throat> and you have all these different versions and, and everyone can have it. But back in biblical times, you know, when people were going to the temple, only right. the right. only the person at the front of the temple had the Old Testament, had the Bible, well, the old the, yeah. the old the old writings that yeah. weren't even considered part of a Bible had yet. scriptures, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and they, it was chained. There was a period of time in I England, say, right? You know, they had they had it in there, and it was chained, so it couldn't be taken. Um, but Everyone was on the same page at that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it didn't get, it didn't get uh, spread out and changed. And I mean, there's a lot, I and mean, we could, man, we could, we could create, we could wreak havoc on this. Uh, there was so much that got diluted and polluted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, and the basis is right. The four things you talked about, that's the basis. Yeah. And then there's Christianity, you know, yeah. following Christ, yeah. the teachings and principles of Jesus, not man, right. not what man has convoluted it to mean that you can't wear jeans because yeah. you look like a woman or you can't look like a woman because there's a lot of biblical things in there, but you're, uh, we've turned our focus on the wrong stuff. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and in so many ways, not just in that way. Yeah. Uh, you know this, oh man, dude, you, you could, I could get fired up for an hour just on uh, the whole drinking thing, music thing. Uh, I mean, just so much, yeah. you know, uh, instruments in church and, you know, and if you're going to ch and listen, music is an issue, but if you're going to church and you're sitting there worried about uh, a guy playing six strings versus five or three in a, in a, you know, in some type of, yeah. uh, you know, keyboard thing, you're on the wrong page. Right. I mean, you just are. Now, if it's irreverent music or whatever, uh, there's plenty of conversation for that, but geez, be happy. Somebody's turning their face to the Lord. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and really I think the, the fundamentals are important and we've said it from the beginning, uh, be in your Bible, be in Christ centered conversations. You're out there having worldly conversations. You're not bringing glory to God. Yeah. Pray. Right. Uh, and, and go out and share what Jesus has done in your life with other people. Um, you can't go out and, and be around a bunch of folks that aren't interested in talking about Jesus and fill your day yeah. with him. Yeah. You can't. Well, I've said it many times, you know, if uh, a person wanted to be a lawyer, they go to law school. Yeah. If a person wants to be a brain surgeon, they go to medical school. Um, and stay at a holiday inn and they, <laughs> and, um, you know, if you want to learn to rebuild transmissions, you go to a place that teaches you to rebuild yeah. transmissions. Yeah. Um, well, it just stands to reason. If you're a Christian, you go to Get the, the book. That's right. Daily. Yeah. To find out how to be 
Christian, how to be a follower of life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we get too distracted and caught up in too much of the stuff that uh, really isn't, <clears throat> doesn't draw people to God, doesn't let people see Jesus in you. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, and I have, I have to be careful. And like, I, I talked to you about this and I've talked to my wife about it. Um, there's a lot of differences in Christianity, but if we're tugging at that and we're making those, the important things, we're not pointing yeah. people to Christ. And that's just Absolutely. the period at it. Cause there's no, you, you can't, you can't go around and, you know, humbug this and humbug that and point out stuff. Oh man, you're not doing this right. You're not doing that right. When are you having the good, encouraging conversations that bring excitement about Jesus Christ? Right. If you're doing all that, you know, go sit down and, 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 and read, uh, a chapter and have a conversation about that chapter. Yeah. Because then you're pointed and you're, and you're structured and you're centered on Christ. Yeah. You're not centered on all the stuff that somebody else is not doing. Right. Yeah, well, you Actually, see, you get me all twisted. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying about structure in my life. I, you know, and, and about the sin thing, uh, trying to overcome certain things in your yeah. life. You can't be too hard on yourself. If you're trying to get to a certain point in your walk with God, yeah. um, it doesn't look the same for everyone. And it, it's going to take a little bit longer for some um, to get to where they want to be. But don't give up and, um, you know, what? <sighs> Uh, well, yeah, I think, I think what happens is people, well, I shouldn't say people cause I did this. This is more telling on myself. Uh, you get overwhelmed thinking yeah. about all the stuff that's in, in your past and how you go before God. And, uh, you know, it's, we set out to make this, uh, simple for people and, there is a simplicity to it, even yeah. though when you look at the disciple course, uh, it looks like there's a lot there, but it's very simple. Yeah. Read your Bible, uh, pray, right? And have conversations with other like-minded Christians, like-minded, yeah. not go to church and talk about football. It's yeah. have conversations with like-minded Christians, put Christ at the center of your life, make him right. the topic of conversation. If you spend an entire week and the only time you talk about God or Christ is in church or somebody else talks to you about it, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's where we have to get back to. I right. think as Christians, we have to get back to that. Absolutely. And I lost my train of thought. Now I have it. I um, covered for you. I tried. I, I appreciate I it. it well, you know, I was talking about not having any structure, but you said exactly right. I got overwhelmed you did. with all yep. the things that I wasn't yep. doing as quickly as I thought I should. And with all the things that I was still doing that I shouldn't have been doing, yeah. I got over, I overwhelmed myself because I didn't segment things. I didn't, it's like, okay, I'm going to give myself a week to overcome these things. Yeah. Jeez, know, which is, you right. know, it was foolish That's on my part, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, I'm going to be reading, you know, this much every day for a month. You'll only let yourself well, down. Exactly. Really. Exactly. I mean, if you set yeah. up expectations, yeah. uh, you know, people like, like to do a reading plan. They take, you know, they yeah. get sick for a few days. They're, they're 85 pages behind, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, don't, don't set yourself up for failure. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I've said this before. You can read the Bible through in 70 hours. Yeah. So you could read the Bible <laughs> realistically an hour a day for three months. Yeah. 
three or four months, um, an hour a day, and he could read through the Bible. And that's um, that's giving you some time to absorb what you're yeah. what you're reading. Yeah. So you could read a couple times a year. Just don't give it overwhelmed. Just don't give up. Um, you know. Every day can be a new beginning and, um, and find you know, conversations, man. Yeah. you know, have somebody that you can talk about, uh, faith and make it a centerpiece of that relationship you have with that person, because yeah. it will be a, a very plentiful relationship. You know, Ashley and I talk a lot about this podcast and, uh, just things that come up that we, you know, we have questions about, man, and it's really grown our relationship together. Yeah. And even with our, you know, even with Lucas, like we, we do that, man. I just see the growth in somebody when they really are interested in the Lord. Like, yeah. it's awesome. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't beat that. Uh, so anyways, so that's, the, you only have one goal for the year. That's cool. I wrote down, I think I have 11 wow. here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have anything you're, written down. I just thought I'd ask you a question, throw you a curveball. You're an overachiever. No, I am definitely not. This this year, I'll tell you what the past year has done is shown me uh, that I can let go of things right. because I used to be pretty bad. Right. I used to be pretty bad. This had to be done right now. I had to finish the entire yeah. project and task right now. Exactly I what I was saying. I was never able to yeah. walk away from things. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, and I've learned I've learned two things. Let me let me tell a story real quick. We were driving. Did I tell you the story? Yeah, I told you how we almost died. <laughs> uh, we're driving and, uh, you know, I mean, I like to consider myself a pretty good driver. I I ask Ashley to drive most of the time because I'm just tired of driving. Right. Uh, so I'm driving. We're on the interstate and I hate the interstate, man. It's just so everybody's angry. Everybody's just, you just drive around. People are speeding it on your tail and it's just crazy. Anyways, we're driving. Uh I was going to, we'd been driving for a couple hours and I was going to get on the phone and call my oldest son in Texas. And I just didn't like I was going to, she was doing something. I was going to call him and just shoot the breeze. And, uh, I, I look in the uh, left mirror driver's side mirror and I see this car. Like it's not like parallel to us. It's like driving sideways on the interstate, like coming right towards us. So I was like, Oh my gosh. So I cut over, we went in the emergency lane, went off the road, came back on the road. The, you know, our car was all over the place and, you know, I'm, I'm two fisted now. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to catch myself to breathe. And this car, like every, I look behind us, everybody stopped on the interstate. Right. And this car is like driving off. So, you know, I get uh pretty, pretty peeved and I'm going after the car cause I'm going to show them. <laughs> right. So I drive up there and Ashley's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, really nothing like, but I said, so, and here's the point I realized in that moment, like the first thing I resorted to in my mind was to think about God. Yeah. Like I thought about how would I, how would this be viewed as a Christian? Yeah. How should I respond to this? I know how I wanted to respond. My whole body was going to drive up there, ram them off the road, drive, drag the driver out of the car and punch their lights out. Right. That's how I wanted to respond. Uh, and that lasted. So before that would have lasted an entirety of a day, it would have lasted several hours. I would have tracked them down. I would have called <laughs> the police. I would have got to them first. Right. It would have been mayhem. Uh, and truly that's how my 
herself wanted to respond, but I mean, very, and I know the growth because it didn't last that long. Yeah. I mean, I was upset. I, I was pretty mad, but I was thankful foremost. My wife even said, wow, God was in the middle of that. Right. And I'm like, huh, you got to say things like that sometimes drives me crazy. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> right. Uh, but it put it in perspective and it put me in perspective, you know, and I, I drove up there in this short two or three minutes of catching up to them. They throw this cup on our car and, and I just, I just sat there. I'm like, you know, I looked at, I thought about it. I really did. I was like, yeah, whatever. Like I can't, yeah. that's not, that's not it. Like that, that it thing, that's not it. Yeah. You know, in a twinkle of an eye, that's the it thing. Right. And we don't have all this time to be sitting there stewing over a, you know, a, a drink thrown out of a car or somebody almost hitting us who didn't. Yeah. Now, granted, if we're up in the trees and I'm pulling pine needles out of my face, that'd be different. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't the it thing. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter that much after that. Well, I've realized that nobody is in a hurry unless they are behind you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I just got to calm down. So that's one of my things right there. <laughs> Actually, it's so hard. It is. I can like stew over something, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a lot better now. Oh, I am so much better. But yeah. And that has nothing to do with Alan. Dude, let me tell <laughs> you, let me, let me tell you, man. And I'm trying not to make this like the longest episode ever, but man, somebody would wrong me like in a friendship and, I, and I was notorious. I would that would be cut off. I mean, immediately. Yeah. And Ashley would ask me, well, what about so-and-so? I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. Like I would just, <laughs> right. and I could go to sleep and I'd be out. Yeah. And it, and I was notorious for that because I didn't care. I wasn't invested in it. Right. It was a friendship. But yeah. once you screw that up, I was like, yeah, I'm done. And yeah. I did that for, with so many things. And now I'm learning to do that with my attitude. Yeah. Like I've taken more of a role of, Things are just not that important, man. Like there's some things that are important, right? Like I'll have a 12 hour conversation about the Bible. Yeah. But. Well, actually, this is something that I've, I'm going to do a study on because it's occurred oh, no. to me on the way down here. Um, so, you know, attorneys, they have this scale. Yeah. Um, insurance companies have this scale. Like if you lost an arm, how much that is worth. Um, if you lost a leg, if you lost your eye or whatever, they have a, a payment scale based Ugh. on the value of your body parts, you know, <laughs> but the soul is the priceless. most valuable thing is, yeah. yeah, it's priceless. priceless. So I want to do a, a study on, on that. Um, not so much that I'll know how much an arm is worth, but it's really amazing. Actually, it's worth like $800,000 out in, in uh, Oregon, I think, an arm. Oh, my gosh. And it's like in Alabama, it's worth like 43000 I don't even know. Where do you put the information in your head? I don't know. I know an eye is worth an eye. It is. <laughs> but no, anyway, point being, oh, I just want to, you know make some parallels with, with that, because, you know, there, there are, there is a value placed on, um, an arm or a leg because right. that those are important and you really don't know. It's like windshield wipers. You really don't know how much value yeah, there until is it's a monsoon out. until it's not there. Right. So or an umbrella, you know, but our soul, um, it is priceless yeah. and we don't place near enough value on that. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. anyway, Anyway, so that's it. That's a wrap for uh, the new year. 
new beginnings. Yeah, new beginnings. We can we can uh, we can put that one in the books every day. We can start new. And, yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. is a good point. Uh, and and I wanted to go back. I I didn't want it to sound insensitive when I said about my son that he's. Uh, lost and he's going to go to hell. It's the reality of things. And I'm not going to, I'm not apologizing for it. I just don't want somebody to think, man, you could say that about your son. Yeah. Yes. Because I pray about him every but day. You have planted the seed. Oh, you, yeah. you have, yeah. you have had this conversation. It's not like, Oh yeah, I've never talked to him about it. He's going, you know, so I don't think he, uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this and whatever. If you do, that's awesome, dude. Uh, so I gave him a Bible for Christmas Yeah, and you know, I wrote a, I wrote a bunch of stuff in the Bible, but I gave it to him and, uh, you know, we were talking off to the side and he said, Hey, uh, does it come with, uh, like instructions? And I, and it, so I, I, I don't know quite if he was like jabbing at me, you know, just kind of like, because he went to a Catholic school, he knows what a Bible is. Right. Uh, you know, they had, they had religion class. So, yeah. uh, you know, I said, yeah. I said, start in the beginning and finish at the end. Yeah. Like all of that will be what you need, you know, like, so it was interesting. I think he, you know, if he jokes about it, that means there's some, something there, right. Yeah. You know, if he just took it and walked off, I'd be like, yeah, he's going to throw that out. Yeah. Uh, but you it, know, and it actually is the instruction manual. Yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> say that because, because, <laughs> well, you know why, but yeah. anyways, uh, there was, uh, and his fiance said, you know, yeah, I'd like to read that too. And I was like, you know, I didn't pay, I didn't pay as much attention as I would as bill. Like normally I would have been like, Oh yeah, really? Okay. Well let me sit down and show you where to start. You know, I didn't right. want to like, yeah. I didn't want my fervor and zeal to scare her. Yeah. And I was like, ah, cool. Okay. And I walked off and I was like, Oh my gosh, she's going to read the Bible. Yeah. But I, I thought it was cool. So anyways, yeah. uh, yeah, new beginnings, uh, guys enjoy your day. And uh, we were just thankful to have a yeah another episode with you guys, and, and made it through last year. And just thankful for all the support and yeah, for and sure, the man. encouragement. Yeah. And that's the only reason we're here is to encourage others and to uh, just help people with a problem that maybe we've went through and nobody in your circle has been through. Yeah, and I want to say thank you for people that have reached out to that have. Uh, have shared things with me and talked to me and encouraged me. Uh, you know, even even Alan, which he knows that because we talk every day. But there's people out there that encourage us uh, online and through social media. Thank you for that. And uh, hopefully throughout the year we can grow together and continue to encourage other people and, uh, you know, lead them in the direction of the Lord. That's it. That's it. Enjoy your day, guys. Yep. Have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworks.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.